Hi, you guys want some cookies? 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 Welcome to the garage. Welcome to another edition of the Throwback Podcast. My name is Dan Hansis, and I'm joined, as I always am, by my bosom buddy, Bobby Castrone. Hey, Bob. Hey, Dan. How are you tonight? Oh, I am feeling great, Bob. I'm feeling amazing, in fact. Feeling good, too. I'm feeling like something's a little different in the garage. What is it, Bob? Tell us. There's something. There's not a cricket. The cricket's dead. We killed the cricket. You did a nice job with that. that you bought some spray thing. and that thing suffered. The thing is gone. I was going to try to just let it go, free it into the wilderness, but, you know, time is money. There and, could be uh, some like cricket like advocacy groups that could come after us, but that thing suffered before it went down. <laughs> it was, and it, I didn't even buy the good stuff. I bought the stuff that was like, crickets might die or we might just hurt it a lot. It was like the real thing. Or it might like throw up vomit for the next six years. Yeah. So that's where we're at. That's where we're at with the cricket. But aside from that, there's something else that's different. Oh, I know. Jason Zumwalt is here with us again. Hi, I'm fat. <laughs> it's a podcast. They don't know you're fat. It's Doesn't a podcast. Doesn't matter. You should picture a fat. Picture a fatty fat. That's <laughs> me. All right. Pull back the curtain. This is the second uh, podcast taping of the evening. So drunk. One to touch the hiney. <laughs> oh, no. So this could be... An interesting yeah. show. Welcome uh, back to Throwback Pod. And again, thank you to everyone uh, that supports us on patreon.com slash throwback pod. That's what keeps this pod alive. In fact, Bob, like bare bones, uh, real talk. Mm-hmm. Jason's not here. We can never have another guest if it wasn't for our Patreonies. We bought more equipment to have a third mic and and the necessary yeah. equipment around our guests like Jay and don't worry there are, yeah there are better guests coming thanks to you guys so like, Jesus, that wouldn't says oh, man I mean you know that definitely Crystalia <laughs> um, is gonna be here any day <laughs> any day a reminder in your door that Jason Zumwalt a talented writer actor the voice of Roman Bellick. Weird, weird in a sexual way. Uh, he's into <laughs> sex stuff. And uh, the best Christopher Walken you'll ever hear. It, you might remember if you're a listener of the Around the NFL podcast uh, and you go all the way back to the ATL Debate Club days, we had a short-lived bit called Walk-In with Giants in which Christopher Walken would just espouse about uh, the New York Giants' like subplots of the season. A lot of people don't know Chris Walken loves football, the American one, and he loves his favorite team. A team. He's from this town, a little town on the East Coast, up there, nestled right under Massachusetts. You might have heard of it. New York. Giants. Walking with giants. Let's get it going. <laughs> Where did Massachusetts come in there? I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't think there's a lot of crossover between that other podcast of yours and this one. I think these are mostly my fans that followed me here. That's oh, so man. Too. I feel bad for doing that. If, now. It's, <laughs> mostly, it's mostly Flock of Dude fans. By, by, flock of Dudes, by the way, two of the three, really, the two co-writers of the film, Jason Zumwalt and Bob Castrone of Flock of Dudes, yeah, man. which you could buy on Blu-ray Virtual in Australia. Handshake. In real life, we're not going to handshake. <laughs> uh, Dan, I just want to correct you. We don't know if it's available in Australia, uh, New Zealand. Def Avail in New Zealand. Def Avail in New Zealand. Yep, Def Avail in New Zealand. Uh, quite a good film. Flock of Dudes starring Chris It's on Lea. iTunes. It's on iTunes and other places here in Mark America. Mark Maron. Mark Maron's in it. Uh, Ray Liotta. Ray Liotta. The girl from New Girl who's not Zoe Deschanel. That one? It's all of their last movies that they had to say yes to before they could start saying no to things. <laughs> you got him right in that sweet spot. You got him right in that sweet great spot. great way to put it. <laughs> Kumail uh, Nanjiani. Yeah. He's in it. And do you guys get any money if like listeners go seek out Flock of Dudes? I literally still- got a $100 check. Yeah, uh, we still get residuals. Yeah. So do that. People support, are buying it. But more importantly, support our podcast, uh, patreon.com slash throwback pod. Or flock. I don't care. Now, it doesn't matter to Bob, either one. Uh, but today is a special episode. Uh, a few months ago, uh, Dan dug up his March 96th uh, radio playlist. We had a lot of fun with that. This week, Bob, what are we doing? So this is this is, uh, this is a little weird. Jason doesn't even know what we're doing. No, I have no idea. Uh 
in 2004, I made a mix for a girl. And I put so much work into it that to this day, I was able to recreate the track listing. I don't have a copy of it. I gave it to her. I mailed it to her. Yeah. Everybody has that one playlist that you worked on so long that you could recreate just from your mind. This is the one for you. Yep. Uh, I'm pretty sure the track listing is, if not exact, close. But these are the 12 songs I sent to this girl, and we'll get into the story about it. And it was absolutely the most consequential mix CD of my life. Wow. Because this is the one that worked. Really? This is the one that worked. Yes. This you is... had sex because of this? We'll get into that. Okay. It worked. That is special because usually, well, in my, we talked about it on the show. For me, almost all of my memorable mixes that I made for girls uh, were very sad in nature. And it mm-hmm. documented the end of the relationship. Uh, what, what, what are you doing? What is the I'm, hand I'm trying to pull something up about all of this. <laughs> I don't know what Trust that means. Me. It, it's in pertaining to all of this. And this, uh, <laughs> this is going to be an interesting podcast. Jay's been drinking for four hours. Just know, just know. Yes, Jay. I'm already at, let's see where I'm at. Oh. February 11th, 2013. That's where I'm at right now. And I'm going deeper, baby. I'm going like a whole other decade after that. <laughs> what so, is he even talking even about? I have no out. idea what he's talking about. So anyway, um, yes, the, a lot of my my, my uh, playlists that I remember are sad in nature. You're documenting the opposite end of it when it was the courtship playlist. And they usually, sometimes they work, sometimes they didn't. But this one actually led to... A sexual relationship? Why does it have to be sexual? It led to a relationship. Was it sexual? Well, yeah. I mean, we'll get into that. Wait, these are all about getting laid. Obviously. Right? Yeah. Well, okay. I just let's all get on the same page. Well, no, this is about the heart, Dan. <laughs> you covering your bases here. Your wife, who hates our podcast, yeah. will really hate this one. I would imagine. Thank God she doesn't listen. <laughs> and helps. the only reason I'm here is because of Patreon.com. So, that's true. By the way. Bob's wife, who I love personally, I've loved her since the day I met her, and I'm serious about that. I know. You always say that. Um, it's weird. It's almost it's like weird. Not. Bob would not like... be here. This podcast would not uh, exist without uh, Patreone. So keep supporting Bob, and the show will go because on. Because there's no other way I'd be able to sit around with two of my friends and talk about another girl for about an hour and 15 minutes. Holy right. shit, dude. So That's what's no, about to happen. No way. That's so what's about exciting. to happen. So this is... The playlist, Bob, that was given to this girl before any type of physical. Yeah. Wow. So yeah. So okay. here's a little. All right. So here's a little backstory, or probably a lot of backstory. Jay's still. Working I just want to let you know really now. quick. I ju- I'm logging into my hotmail.com account. Oh no! I have all no right. idea what's going to happen. This is just. Uh, this is all. Nothing good happens well, in 2018 on a hotmail account. It's definitely true, but maybe in 1999 something great happened. All right, Bob. <laughs> no go on. No idea what's happening over there. <laughs> Keep going. Should okay. turn Chase Mike off? We might have to turn him no, off. We'll stop. Just keep going. All right. So uh, back when I was in college, freshman year. Uh, the year was 1998. 1998. In college, I was a uh, mass major, took all those gen eds, and blown away by just after leaving Pearl River, seeing all these girls that were not from our high school. That's exciting right. enough. Um, had a million crushes freshman year. I had a girlfriend, got a girlfriend pretty quickly. But in every one of my classes, there was like that one girl who was like, holy shit, look at that girl. Holy shit, hot girl. Yeah. Holy shit, hot girl. Psychology girl was the hottest. Mm. She was the one that was like, I never talked to her all year long. She was a psychology girl. Couple years. And you were the only one that called her that and pined for her. She was one of those girls that multiple guys in the classroom probably looked at and were like, oh yeah. my God. Blonde hair, blue eyes, kind of like a Taya Leone look, if yeah. you can picture Taya her. Taya Leone flirting with disaster. Flirting with disaster. Almost Not like t- Taya Leone, Madam Secretary. <laughs> Correct. <God>. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for specifying Taya Leone, Bad Boys? Ta- you know what? She was a brunette in Bad Boys, but yes. Okay. All right. Uh, one of my favorite Taya Leones. Or Taya Leone leaving David Duchovny because he was unable to be faithful. <laughs> That's also one of my favorite Taya Leones. <laughs> I'm a big fan of all the Tayas, but uh, just like that kind of look. And uh, very, very creative name, Psychology Girl. Okay. We were very good with names. So uh, a couple years later, we have another class together. It's like a film class. And on day one, 
I walk in, I see she's there. And the teacher says, this is a class we're going to be pairing up with somebody a lot. So if you have a friend, be ready to pair up, whatever. The next time we go to class, I make sure to sit right next to her, like right in front of her. And the second the teacher says, okay, so let's pair up. I spin around in my seat as fast as I can. Like, hey, do you want to pair up? (laughs) And it worked. Did she, you think she, uh, she figured it out that you were, I mean, thirsty? she was just a hot girl. She probably yeah. just got that all the time. I feel like hot girls don't fucking get it. Typically they Sometimes. don't realize what's going on. Sometimes. So anyway, so we became friends. I don't mean that in an insulting way. I mean that in like, <laughs> they just don't understand how hot they are and what they do, uh, to the opposite sex. So they don't realize that the intentions of the men are just <laughs> completely driven by wanting to be near them at all times. Yeah. So we became friends that year. Like we it turns out we lived a few doors down from each other, which is something I definitely knew, but she didn't. Um, <laughs> Did you kill this girl? <laughs> oh, no. Uh, and yeah, we just like started becoming friends. And over the next like junior, senior year of college, I had girlfriends. She had a boyfriend on and off. There were always these like moments where things almost happened. Yeah. Nothing ever happened. And like I could tell you, like I remember all those moments like so perfectly. Right. Nothing happened. A couple of years later, we stayed in touch after college. We would like not even email because email. I mean, I guess we would email a little bit, but like we would talk on the phone every six months or so. And, you know, I was always like thinking about this girl. Her name's Monica. We'll just. So I was always like thinking about Monica, like maybe. Bob's crying right now, by the way. (laughs) On the inside. Yeah, but it's like a really it's like a cool, controlled. I'm a strong man cry. We're like, it's not affecting him, but the tears are definitely rolling (laughs) down his face right now. Jay's painted an exact picture of what's happening right now. So a couple of years out, we end up having I'm living in Brooklyn. We get on the phone and we're talking about me coming down to Towson for like some Towson fest. And I was like, yeah, I think I'm going to come down. She's like, oh, you should. House in your college. Yeah, my college that I went to. So um, decide to go down. And before I go, I send her a CD in the mail, and which was my plan. I was like, I'm going to send her the CD, and then I'm going to go down to Towson. So this could go down in a lot of ways if things go your way. Oh, he's going to eat some pussy. Oh, jeez, guys. (laughs) Guys. No, he's right. He's right. Go ahead. (laughs) So this was the CD I made, and we should just uh, start playing it, and we'll talk about uh, we'll talk about it. I'm so excited. Let's dig in. I'm really excited too, because I have to say, I know Bob so well. A sensitive man, a man <laughs> that even when there's not a woman involved, the music's gonna have a certain tenor to it, a certain direction, a certain sound and feel. It was known as booby music when we were growing up. It's just Bob music. And Bob music. I can't even imagine what it would sound like when you're trying to get laid. And now I'm about to find out. You're about to find out. All right, here we go. You're going to be on the receiving end. Track one, Rainbow by uh, G-Love. Is he with Special Sauce here? So this was, this is not the actual version. The actual version doesn't exist. It was off the Thicker Than Water soundtrack. It was Jack Johnson and G-Love Special Sauce. What a tandem. What a early aughts (laughs) tandem. Let's listen up. Yeah. Everything's going to be all right. So long, a friend. When will we meet again? And I just want everyone, especially younger listeners, I don't know if mixtapes or mixes in general are a thing anymore, but a, 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 a vitally important part of any mix is subtext and lyrical subtext and how that connects to your relationship or your hopes for a relationship. T- put yourself in the mind of Bob Castron. <laughs> Can I give one more disclaimer while we're listening to this? This is a much janglier version of the song. The song that was on the Thicker Than Water soundtrack was this, but a little little more sparse, a little more pared down. Okay. Could have pulled it up on YouTube. It wasn't on YouTube. Really? Yeah. That's a deep cut. Oh. 
interesting song, right? It's an interesting song to start a mix with. It's really tough to get kind of what I was going for. Well, well you can, can I take a stab? Can I take a stab? Go ahead, Jay. I think you're kind of saying like you're you're, you're kind of setting the the stage for this is who I am. Yeah, and let me give a little more context. What year is this again, Bob? This is 04 was the, the mix was Who were you in 2004, Bob? Who was I? Besides a vocal George Bush uh, fan. I was all for Operation Iraqi Freedom, uh, obviously. You can read about that in my memoirs. <laughs> um, Everywhere Bob went, he would just say, mission accomplished. <laughs> uh, he had the uh, banner, too. Don't forget the he banner. He carried the banner yeah. around. It was really cumbersome. I was living in Brooklyn. I was living in Park Slope with uh, my roommate, Eric, who now runs our Instagram. It's the best. <laughs> Are we paying him for that, by the way? No, never. Um, Sorry, buddy. Was, <laughs> I was living in Brooklyn. I was doing stand-up. That's where Jason... This is around the time Jason and I became friends. I was doing stand-up. You guys are friends? Five or six... Technically. Okay. <laughs> technically. It doesn't feel right. About probably five or six nights a week Yeah. at the time. And working at VH1, best week ever. I had just started a blog I was doing called My, My blog, blog is, is Poop. Poop. That was brand new, too. And I was at the very tail end of a relationship, a year-and-a-half relationship. We were very... We had broken up a couple times and we were just on like that. We had just gone through that like last breakup where it was like the next one sweet, is the one. Sweet, sweet Meredith, where are you? No, now? it wasn't Meredith. This is 2004, dude. Ooh, sweet, sweet Rachel. There you go. Where so it was, now? we were just about to break. Where is she? She's in a suburb with three kids. <laughs> happy, happy as fuck. So happy. Uh, I hope so. So that's where I was. But to give context to that song, one of the times Monica and I hung out, we went to a Ben Harper concert together. Not together. She went with her friends. I went with my friends, but we ended up together. And That's so much worse, by the way. So much worse. That you went <laughs> willingly by yourself. I went Did with, you go because you knew she was going to be there? I liked Ben Harper. Oh, I, no. I went with the other guy who wrote Flock of Dudes, Brian. Oh, no. And we ended up all together watching Ben Harper together. No, that's okay. Which, by the way, it's I still okay. remember that concert. Out. Dude didn't stand up once. He just played the slide guitar on his lap. And I, I mean, didn't what'd like you that. expect? You went to a Ben fucking Harper concert. I've went to multiple Ben Harper concerts. Hey, Ben, stand the fuck up. <laughs> Be a performer. You ever see Freddie Mercury? <laughs> Here is track two. Ooh, I know this one. Take my hand, come with me into this crystal scenery and wait till I retain a ticket. You will never have the time. I would love to change your mind. You were there, and it was good. Can you bring it back up just for yeah. this part? Yeah, bring it back up right here. Yep. Crystal, Crystal Village by Pete Yorn off his second album, Day I Forgot. A largely forgotten album, uh, but you can make the argument this is the best Pete Yorn song. That's This is my favorite Pete Yorn song to this day. And to your point earlier about the subtext of songs, I believe the song is about like the end of a relationship, like it was good in the beginning. Yeah. But if you don't, if you're not like really paying attention, what you're hearing is take my hand, come with me. Like that's the part of right. the song where if you're making a mix for a girl, that's really what you're focused on. Not like what the song's actually about. Right. Yeah. It's interesting. So, uh, and this is so cool too, because like I haven't been a part of one of these, uh, these mix um, uh, episodes and I've loved all of them, but the thought and the care that went into making these mixes and, and I know Dan put a lot of thought and I know that and, and now I'm, I'm hearing that <laughs> Bob's putting a lot of thought into this one it, the first song is saying this is who I am 
don't be afraid. Well, yeah, the first song I think of is like laying that sort of like, we like this sort of Ben Harper kind of music. Yep. Here it is. We both enjoy yeah. this. We're kindred spirits. And now, and yes. now this song yeah. is saying, come with me, let's go on a journey. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So and Let's I, finger blast each other. And I do think. <laughs> Eventually, we'll get to the finger blasting. But for now, let's just hold hands and stroll down a cobblestone street. And of course, doing, uh, doing like a track listing. You really just want to get them up top. You want to hook them. Of you want to hook course, them up top. Yes, one hundred percent. By the way, these are all because I've made these myself at time. I Who has it? Everybody's I was searching for one. Did you? So for you, it was definitely like, like real mixtapes, actual tapes, right? CDs. Yeah. Oh, you had CDs. No, I didn't do tapes. I uh, I maybe made one tape. I maybe made one tape. Uh, I don't know. I, I, it's that that time of my life is a little murky because of a lot of drug use and whatnot. I, yeah. I, I probably definitely did make some tapes, but I don't remember them. But I will say, uh, what were you saying? <laughs> <laughs> you were saying that you were making uh, mixtapes at, at some point in your life and emotions were involved. Just the amount, the amount of thought that was put into these things. <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm thrilled to be a part of this episode. And, okay. and I feel like for these first two songs, I'm feeling exactly where young Castrone was coming from. And I'm 100% in. This is fantastic. And I will say, uh, as a hardcore Pete Yorn fan, seen him a concert like six times, own all his albums, mm -hmm. and was making a lot of mixtapes at this time in my life, or mix CDs, this song showed up on at least probably four mixes by four different women in four, that era. Four or four different women, yeah. I was like the Magic Johnson pre-him. <laughs> I was just like uh, mixtaping around, turning, and Crystal Village was just showing up over and over Had again, to. always near the top. Yeah, because this that song is a banger. Uh, next up, track three, Bob, and track three is a vital entry on any whether it's an album or a playlist. It, this is so indie; it hurts. This title, you will, you question mark will period you question mark will period you question mark will period by Bright Eyes. I'm already exhausted. It's just exhausting. by the title, yeah. I don't take you up that often Cause I know that I've completed you Is this recorded in our garage right now? It was. He's here now. You are here That's the reason you stay here How awful that must feel I feel like this might be the most hyper-specific mixtape I've ever heard in my life. Earlier for an MF around a mix, but uh, tell us your thoughts about this one, Bob. It's gonna get you just like it got her, Dan. <laughs> oh, boy. As a little lo fi, just not just my wait. Style no, it's here. about it's not you have to play it out because things happen. But this, so I don't know if she knew Bright Eyes. I know when she, you say something happens, will be recorded like a professional at some point, yes. But that's this is very bright eyes, like early bright eyes albums. Yeah. He did this where I had I had that. Very I've got, I've got a take on that that might win you over on this lo-fi stuff. But go on, Bob. Yeah, and I like this lo-fi stuff coming off Crystal Village. I think it works, and this is the sweet spot I think of this mix. As I was putting it back together, and I went through Crystal Village and this and the next couple songs, I got back into my head from twenty-four-year-old Bob, and it was like this was so intentional. Like everything here was like perfectly curated because like i really liked this girl like i would the fact that nothing ever happened in college was the thing that would like eat at me as like an adult in my early 20s yes. i would just like think about those moments of like did she like me there should i have done done it there's a moment actually in flock of dudes that's directly inspired by her flock of dudes available in new zealand <laughs> what, what, what when um delia when adam in the movie meets the girl that he likes her boyfriend uh -huh. And this guy's a man. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. And he's yeah, just yeah. like, looks yeah. at his watch and he's like, I don't own a nice watch. It's like, uh, here it is. Here's where it kind of picks up. Well, 
This, so far, these first three songs, this is the key thing to mixtapes back in the day. And, th- and this is something that I think is completely lost on the, on the generation uh, of that, we're, that we're surrounded by. We say that, but we have no idea what's going on. <laughs> that's possible. That's possible. I, and I hope to God that's true. But these are mixtapes were the love letters of our generation. Mm-hmm. Mixtapes were you, we... We slaved over these things. This is a completely intentional. And I want to, on top of everything you said, I think the lo-fi of this, there's something intentional here. I think oh, you're, it's intentional. I think you're saying, come with me in the previous song. Mm-hmm. You and I are going to find these little places, mm-hmm. these little holes in the wall. We're going to sit in the dark together. And we're going to listen to bands, great bands like this. And we're going to hold hands. And we're going to have drinks. And we're going to have a great time. This is why I wanted this guy here tonight. This, this is, is the world. This, this is my world. Yes. This is a seduction. Yeah. And that, I think, is what is missing from the, the Tinders and the oh. Bumbles. <laughs> now, he's, the, now you're just getting an old man. You became an old man. But I'm saying that. <laughs> they're, they're, this, is, this is absolutely beautiful. Okay. That's all I'm going to say. Um, I was, my, my takeaway is that... Uh, yeah. This the song is too earnest by half, but that's part of being twenty four years old. Part of being so, and I think I that get it. I think that the saving grace of that song, especially that kind of lo fi, like you're listening to every word he's saying because there's nothing else kind of obstructing it, right. is the message at the end is you will. Like it's a very proactive, like mm. you will. Like you will. maybe a little too forceful, Bob. Well, it was it was a different time. It was considering how this relationship was consummated ultimately. <laughs> Wait a minute. We'll get to that. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know what that means. All right. Next up, Bob, one of your all-time favorites, the old 97s, Designs on You. Let's listen. Standing on the corner of 6th, how to forget. Trying to do right by you all night, Annette. You can go ahead and get me. What I love about uh, mixtapes in general is that, so anyway, that chorus is, I'd be lying if I didn't have designs on you. And, and Bob, 24-year-old Bob's like, this is exactly how I feel about you right now. I'm throwing it all the fuck out there right now. And I'm putting it out there. And the funny thing is, is that, and I don't know, I can't speak for Monica in this situation, but 98% of girls do not even notice that that's the chorus. And they just like, oh, this is a fun song. Or not. Or they'd never listen to it at all. But the person that made the CD oh, yeah. is like, this is my intention. This is <laughs> this is my statement of intent. Track four. Absolutely. This is it was like it was like when you're writing a paper in high school where it's like you have to I you have to like make sure you state what you're about to accomplish in the rest of the paper. Right. This is it. I'm now I'm saying it. This is it. What this is though, and, and let's 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 be real. What this is, this is a dick pic. <laughs> Do you see what I'm saying? Take us through. This is this is me. This is Bob at 24 years old saying, "I want you." Now today, <laughs> that is. Take picture my dick. Fuck Santa's fucking girl. Thanks, bro. That's what this. That's that. This is this is this is poetry. Now, of course, it's not. It's not. So what you're saying, Jay, is that the prior generation is better than the current one? 
Well, I think I think in some <laughs> no one's respects, ever done that before. I think in some respects yes, and I think in in many respects no. But I think in interpersonal relationships, and I think this can be proven um, uh, politically and uh, in in many different ways, that we are more separate as a people than we've ever been in this country. I don't know about any other country, but in this country. We are separated and we are as close as we've ever been at the same exact time. <laughs> he held up his phone first time. There's literally the millions up. of people that the I could reach out. out to on this thing right now if I wanted you to. wanted to. But you know uh, what? Celebrities are Back some of them. Back in 2004, it was just that CD. Well, this, so exactly. This, I'm just saying this is this is a beautiful, this song, bold statement. Yeah, this song and the CD came out when we were seniors in college, when we were when Monica and I were friends, and I remember listening to that back then. She had a boyfriend, and just this was the song that made me think of her. So this was like the song for me out of all the four that we played so far. That was like the one that always made me think of her because like I remember driving around Towson, just being like, I have designs on this girl, but she's got a boyfriend. It's not gonna happen. So when it came time to make this mix, like that had to be on there. Giving that to her, that's that's a that's a sign. That's balls, man. So here is. Whether just, or not she paid attention a, to the chorus at all. Can I put a cap around that? That if, if someone put a gun to my head in 2004 and said, Bob made a mix for a girl, uh, you need to at least guess one artist that's on the mix. <laughs> yeah, Old 97s I would just that. say, I even if I didn't know an Old 97 song, I'd be, Old 97s, and you're not going to shoot me, so get that fucking gun out of my face. <laughs> yeah, you would have been very safe. And by the way, if I was making one in 2018, same. Rhett Miller, old 97. You do love. You love that Rhett. I'm going to go see them at the Troubadour in a few weeks. Are you really? Love those guys. Nice. Small venue. You and uh, Heather? Not doing too well, huh? Yeah. You and your wife. You're, yes, Heather's to Jason, your wife. not to you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. Track five is Gold to Me by Ben Harper. Let's listen. But now I, now I know the difference from Not the kind of gold that you wear, but the kind that can feel my care. Ah, oh, hey, you look like gold. Ah, oh, now you look like gold. Sunshine when the day is new. You actually don't. Now here's okay. Here's the interesting thing about this song. All right, her middle name was Gold. Got it. So I always called her gold. Got it. That was like one fantastic. little inside joke. I, I really mean, hope Heather does not hear this podcast. So do I. Because it doesn't sound like a guy that's talking about some girl from deep in his past. It sounds like the love of his life. Well, this is very deep in the past. And we'll... No, I, we need to talk about everything that happened. So we'll get into all that part of the story. Dan is leaving the garage. So that's an interesting move. He's got to go, he's gotta go okay. uh, do his thing. Yeah. Um, no, he didn't leave. So, yeah. So that was like her nickname. So this CD which I still remember as one of those like gold CDRs that I burned right in the middle. The name of the CD was Gold to Me. And I printed up the track listing at MTV when I was working there. Got it. So I had that. I put it in. I put a lot of effort into even like the packaging. Because I, I know it was one of your moves too. Yeah, which is, I look back on it, it's so embarrassing. But yeah. Yes, That's not design. a bad move. You got to like oh, print it out perfectly, move. like get the template right. Yep. yep. Can I just say really quick? I want to stab a little bit at your subconscious Please. in this moment as a 24 year old. That last song, I've got designs on you. That's a huge, that's a huge reach there. You're saying basically to her, put his balls out there. Let me touch that thing. That's what you're saying. <laughs> now, after that, or in Jason parlance, let me shave your private parts. <laughs> <laughs> so if you listen to our previous podcast. podcast. I, uh, yeah, you, 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 if you needed a shave, in the uh, right. in the mid nineties, and uh, you, you were, needed a shave in the mid nineties. Go on, Jay. You were looking <laughs> to bone down afterwards. Uh, Jay Bone was your man. Did That's you, all in, those, in those days, did you uh, be in, uh, in, uh, an act of intimacy in your relationships back then? But uh, Jay was to shave your woman's well, legs and 
her pubic region and then immediately make love, or would it be later that day or later in the weekend? No, it wasn't. Would it, be it wasn't part of like the carnal act. It was it, no, no, no. It wasn't part of the carnal act. It was, it was part of the end of the evening kind of uh, event. I, it would probably be like dinner, a shower, or a bath. Uh, in which I would, you know, sensuously, sensuously, uh, were there candles involved? Sensually, wash her. You know, there were definitely candles. Well, you would involved. wash her butt. Would you wash, wash her butt. butt? With her, wash her butt. Would you like wash her butthole? Clean it up. I mean, yeah, you got it. Yeah. So it was a legitimate bro. wash. It wasn't like a uh, yeah. romantic I wash. Get down <laughs> in there. I can clean it. <laughs> um, no, but if you just tuned in, this is Bob's uh, mixtape to his. <laughs> 20-something girl. No, okay. So let me jump back. Subconsciously, I feel... I didn't finish the thought. Subconsciously, (laughs) I feel after you showed your figurative, poetic Mm -hmm. dick pic in the shape of an old 97 song called Designs on You, this was you kind of pulling back and going... It isn't Ben Harper great. Yeah, like this is our inside thing. Like yeah, we're comfortable. Yeah, yeah. We're comfortable again. And we're resetting the palette. And then the next song is. This is Whiskey Town. Oh, Whiskey Town, baby. Come on. She's got diamonds in her eyes that she likes to hide. This is Boner Jams, USA. She's got rings wrapped around her precious things. What the day brings, oh, it's no surprise. Don't you ask me how I'm doing when everything I do says I'm missing. So we had one of those, we had like a very, we shared taste in music. So we talked about music a lot. So I think I was able to get away with a song like this. That's very overt. Like everything I do says I miss you. Like it's a very overt song. But I think like we talked a lot about Ryan Adams and music like that, where I think it's like, oh, she might not know Whiskey Town or she doesn't know Whiskey Town. So I can get away with this almost like excusing it like, oh, it's Ryan Adams as opposed to it being so overtly like, here's my message in the song. So I think I was able to kind of use that. But also, but yeah, so that was your faint. That was your juke move. Right. But at the same time, you're... you're is that Christopher Walken coming out again? A little bit. <laughs> but at the same time, that... that 100%. You're going for the hoop right, here. Right. Yeah. So, is... all right. So I send the CD. Like, I remember we talked and then sent the CD. And then it was all like, I'll be down in Maryland for this Towson Fest. So I went down and... Which for people maybe outside America, it's the center of the cultural universe. Towson, of course. Towson Fest. Towson Fest, of course. Uh, I'm sure uh, Amy Schumer, Towson alum, might have been there. Who knows? Stacey Keebler, another one. You never know. Stacey Keebler uh, used to... Thick George Clooney. So, there you, know, you go. It's like big deal. Michael Phelps might have been around. He's from Towson. Maybe the other Gallagher. <laughs> Gallagher too. Gallagher too. So you never know what you're going to get at Towson Fest. So, so I went down. I and my room, my old roommate, yeah, did. my old roommate Alan. You made the joke already. My old roommate <laughs> Alan was living down there, so I was going to see Alan. And I get there. I drop my stuff off. We go into like the center of town for Towson Fest. And uh, the Towson Town Festival. And so I'm there and it's 04. So we have cell phones. But again, texting, very primitive. We've talked about that. Yes, it's a lot of work. So we're still more phone calls than texting. Call her, call Monica to be like, hey, I'm here kind of thing. I see her walking by with her friends. This is a picture. Paint a picture. Uh, Big titties, beautiful long (laughs) legs. Taya Leone. (laughs) Taylor Leonard didn't have big titties, though. Oh. She's kind of flat. She had great legs, but she didn't have big old fucking titties. <laughs> I just wanted to say big titties. I know you did. Which is fun. All right. She so, did, wait, did Monica have... woman, though. You see her, and it's almost like when Garth sees the waitress that he loves in Wayne's World. That's what it was. Dreamweaver's yeah. on. Yeah. Excuse me. I'd like to get by now. So we were going to meet in their beer garden, and I see her walking by with her friends, and 
I remember making the decision in that moment not to. Oh, hey, Dana, it's you. <laughs> yeah. Hey, what's going on? Is somebody let a dog into the party? It's pretty <laughs> weird. That's a great, great Marinus. You like devil sticks? <laughs> <laughs> that was ultimately what made it never happen in college. Oh, but uh, no, so I made the decision not to say hi to her right there. I kind of hid. Let her walk by. It wasn't the right time. You married this girl, right? No. <laughs> You're mouthing now. I'm, I'm mouthing. Stop. Stop. <laughs> You're clearly in love with this woman still. Wait I just want I'm no, halfway gonna, through this mix. We're going to get through everything. <laughs> I... She was the girl that Heather, I had. Heather, if you're listening, just turn it off and understand we're in a moment. We're, we're, we're going back in no, time. No, I am recreating Do not this. leave, we're Bob. We're all so drunk. Heather, right now. We're so drunk right now. I am getting into 24-year-old Bob mindset. Heather didn't exist. I'm trying oh, to tell you. Oh, but she exists now. <laughs> she better not be listening to this podcast. <laughs> she won't. She didn't exist then. Go ahead. So I don't talk to her. I, I let her go by. And I'm like, that's not the right time to be I like. I nothing to do with this, Heather. But by the way, <laughs> that's a baller move. I'm doing things right. You're which doing is not, everything which is you're not, doing is doing which right. Which is not a and, and I'm not trying trademark. To, yeah. And that's not a trademark for my relationship stat, like in, up until 24. Like, it's very easy to fuck these little things up. And for whatever reason, the, yeah, matrix, the matrix was just kind of working for me. Or by this time, Matrix reloaded. <laughs> exactly. So we get to the, so I get to the beer garden a few minutes later and I see her. And I go over to her and we have like the proper hello. Nice titties. And it was just like right away. It was like things are different. And we end up immediately just being very. So how, how long had it gone between seeing each other at this point? A couple of years to the point where. Got it. I, I, I get this. This makes sense. Oh, and you're going to love this part. To the point where um, the last time she had seen me. I was college Bob with short hair. Now I was Brooklyn Bob oh, yeah. with a big old fro. All of a sudden, you're a little bit more intriguing. You're a little different. I would say you weren't even, you weren't even big. You, you didn't, it wasn't a fro. It was kind of like, it was, you were a brunette Robert Plant, my friend. <laughs> you had a mane. You had know. a mane of hair. Like it was a lot of hair though. You, you no longer, you didn't look, you didn't look like your typical Maryland college bro. Anymore, right. Exactly. Which probably meant a lot. So I'm we're there Bob. and she's. Flirty. I think we always were flirty, but it was like a different kind of flirty. And she starts saying that uh, I look like somebody, uh, I look like a celebrity, actually. Mm, Josh Groban. Josh Groban didn't <laughs> exist yet. Much like, much like my future wife did not exist yet in this universe. Uh, David Krumholtz? Not David Krumholtz. <laughs> he did exist, but that wasn't her guess. That wasn't what she thought. Wait, wait, wait. Was she it, looked uh, at me. Oh, this is going to be a Jewy McJewface? That's a good guess, too. <laughs> That is a good guess, too. Jason Zumwalt, for the record, not Jewish, so that was anti-Semitic. No, I'm friends with the Jews. It's true. Uh, (laughs) You guys are going to fucking love this. She kept saying, oh, my God, you look just like Pete Yorn. Damn. Is is this what this whole podcast has been about, building to that moment? Yes. (laughs) Oh, man. I feel like we've been duped here. Ah. Yeah, it was a setup. Yeah, should we stop this right now? This is all a sham. None of this ever happened. Uh, the next song, Bob, hold that thought. This is Sunshine. Parenthetical. Come on, lady. Close parenthetical. By somebody named Josh Rouse. So this was one certainly was never signed to a major record. No, this was one that actually this this was one I couldn't figure out where I had it on the album. It might have been earlier even. He was a dude who I thought was going to be big back in 04. He had like three songs off this album that were somewhat decently big, including if you play it, you might recognize. Define decently big. Like in that little like world. That pocket. Yeah. Like in that pre-Ed Sheeran world of we need somebody that has a song. Right. Um Love vibration, you might recognize. I don't know. So anyway, <laughs> anyway, that's why he made the mix. Nowadays, don't like that it's on the mix. Don't like it. Why? 
Why oh, not? Because it's, it's Josh Rouse. I don't know. There's nobody. You know what? I everybody else has been an established. You know, it's like putting like Gavin DeGraw in your mix in two. Everybody else is an established artist. This guy didn't really, you know, pull it off. Here's why I like it. Here's why I like it. It's it's a palate it of the time. Yes, it's a palate cleanser. But it's also the, the song before it is straight up coitus. <laughs> okay, the song before it is coitus. After that, it's let's have some fun. Let's talk a little bit. How was that for you? Oh, should we do it again? It was. It's fun. <laughs> and and then it also reminded me a little bit of uh, um, "Junk" by Paul McCartney. It's just a fun na, na, song. Na, 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 Yes, it's a cute song. It's, yeah, uh, it's I don't think that I, I don't think that's missed up at all. Here's here's a song that went on many uh, Dan mixes. So Bob, we're in lockstep here. Yeah, right, here we go. No, oh, Uh, this is Under Control by The Strokes off their second album, Room on Fire. First of all, the only, I won't say the only, but if you're going to put a Stroke song mm-hmm. on a mixtape for a girl, yeah, Under Control nice. was such an easy choice because not only is it a great song, and maybe arguably the most underrated song in their entire like catalog. I think it's so great because not only is it a great song, it's so different from mm-hmm. anything they had ever done and really anything they did have done since. Um, but it, it does have that thing where it's like a lot of the Stroke songs, even the great ones in their first couple albums, it's kind of like guy music. Yeah, totally. It's like, like fun garage guy rock. And this one's like, oh, you could put this on a he's, mix and yeah, it's an agree- agreeable one. Pruning, it's, yeah. Yeah. So good choice here, man. Thank you. I'm with you all the way on this. Thank you. Some of this other bullshit you've been playing? No, it's not in your... Yeah. It's weird. You're weird with uh, music that isn't... That doesn't sell out stadiums. You're not that into it. So, uh, that's strong, but I do like a little polish to my music. Right. I like a little production. So something lo-fi like, like Bright Eyes or some of these other sort of more... Un, not even unknown, but lesser known out. I'm I also... Like, I'm realizing, too, that you, there's a little bit of rivalry here with mixtape to mixtape. And and I think you need to you need to understand too that your mixtapes are great and his mixtapes are great. And this is a, I this think is you're a misreading that, the situation. No, I'm definitely <laughs> I don't not. think there's any rivalry. Well, but, I, I feel like Bob's you point. have an idea of what a mixtape is, and Bob has. Oh no, I'm not judging Bob's mixtapes, okay. but Bob is hitting on a point that we do have differences in what we like. Right. I do like polish. I like. I I'm not a lo-fi guy, and I kind of like hooks and I, and and some of the songs that that bob and it makes sense that it would be on mixtapes because it it is a natural adaption to a mixtape is some of these like slower lo-fi lo-fi songs don't really connect with me but i get exactly why you would put them And again especially in this case with her we had a relationship that was we talked about music a lot so a lot of this stuff was like me like hey check this out and i know like a lot of these bands are big bands like the strokes or whatever but in 04, they weren't that big. Let me just say this. So it was a way for me to just be like, listen to this. Dan's mixtapes. There's, there's no competition Wait, no, there. there no, there's no play. competition, but there is a distinct difference. Okay. Dan's mixtapes are great albums. Bob's mixtapes are great soundtracks to a relationship he wanted to have. It's deep. That's right. That's deep. I would say another way to look at it is Mine are just going to be a little more mainstream and a little bit sure, more. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah I'm not looking to like 
take people down deep detours uh, into like lo-fi alternative. But I will I would put like unknown acts or lesser known acts. But like for me, a deeper take would be like a really great pop single from the Shout Out Louds. Right. That would that's my that's my version of a deep dive. Whereas uh, on a Bob mix, Sunshine Parenthetical well, Come On Lady much like, by Josh Rouse. Much like my future wife, uh, the Shout Out Louds didn't exist yet in 2004. So they were non-existent. Bob's future wife is a little older than he is, so she definitely existed at this time. All right. totally we, in existed. my in my reality, she didn't exist. That's well, all let's I'm hope saying. Whatever reality it is, Living she's not a listening sentient to this. human being. Here is when this uh, tape keep, was made. Keep this, keep this low because we need. To, I, I want to progress just to let you guys know because I think it. We're in the back half of the album now, right? Like, how deep are we? We are track uh, nine of twelve. Yeah, so we're almost. Oh wow, shit! Yeah. So. After that beer garden, we end we end up kissing for the first time ever. By the way, Jay's still trying to get into his I know, outlook. this is bizarre. Yeah, it's sad, isn't it? He's been trying to get into his I'll, outlook I'll for explain 47 later. minutes. I'll explain later. <laughs> we end up kissing. I can't wait till you finish that story, Jay. And that's all that happens because I still technically have a girlfriend and she has a boyfriend. Uh-huh. Oh, so you're both at cheaters. This at this point, so at the beer garden, Damn. right? Right after the beer garden, we kiss. You're both trashy cheaters. Is that well, what you're trying to say? You're fucking home, It was like a kiss, but like my relationship was basically over. I don't know about hers, but we kissed. And it was like, this can't happen again. We have to stop. We end up that night going to the same bar. We see each other again. Not a coincidence. And we fool around a little more. And for me, it was like the most exciting thing in the world because this mix worked. Like, that's how I took it. It was like, holy shit. Like, it just, like, it reframed our relationship. Well, did she say anything? She did. To that effect? I mean, I don't remember exactly, but I know that it was like, we talked about the mix and everything. Like, I do think that it reframed how she looked at me. Right. Well, we because I was always just that. Let's okay. listen to you put that Ben Harper song in after that one song. It was like, clearly, like, Boner Town USA. I was like... I know it's gonna suck this day's win. No, that's not. <laughs> word for word, what she said, bro. This is You're So Pretty, hyphen, We're So Pretty by Wonder, uh, by the Charlatans off the Wonderland album. Are the Charlatans and the Charlatans UK the same band? Yes, they are. I like this. I've never heard this, but I like this. I quite like this. Yeah, actually. it's a cool song. And there's been a lot of like slow sort of pay attention to me songs. It was like. Right. Yeah. Which is a little bit cringy, but totally understandable given the era and the Age. mindset. Right. Yeah. And the search for them big old titties. Yeah, maybe this should have been further up to kind of ease it a little bit, but whatever. So, uh, yeah. No, I like that song. I saw them at Coachella the year I went back in 02. And they were one of those bands I never heard of before, and then I loved them after that. So I got Wonderland, and I always like the Charlatans too. Yeah, Charlatans are a great band. All right, here is ooh, this is a lost band of the early aughts, Stella Star. Yes, wow, shit, I haven't even thought of them since two thousand five. Stella Star with a little star at the end. Don't forget the little. Was that an asterisk or what was it? Yeah, it was an asterisk. All right, here we go. Untitled, it's called. And up next is Untitled by Stellar Star. Can you do that already? Here it is. <laughs> a little asterisk on the end. <laughs> There's a great pair of eyes <laughs> in the in. All right, coming up next. <laughs> Stellar Star. What's the name of the side? Untitled. Untitled by Stellar Star. Two years, I've really changed. 
Stop. No, that's not. That's not. That's stop. just a coincidence. He's like, we haven't seen each other in two no, years. That's like, just a coincidence. A song with Star Star. No, that's just a coincidence. Last two years. No, that's not. That's not what I meant. Are you the lead singer of this band? <laughs> This was me just being like, I live in New York and I like a cool band you've definitely never heard of. Guess what? The last two years have really changed. I've got long hair now and I look exactly <laughs> like Peter Yarn. I can't take this song anymore. I like this song. Uh, that song is the refractory it also, it, period. It picks up. I think we all it picks know up that. A little bit. All right. Uh, the penultimate track on uh, Bob's uh, mix uh, that led to him... Banging? No, see, Monica? we haven't even gotten into that because you're too interested in making fun of me to find out. Wait, 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 wait. You did straight up go to Porktown, USA with this girl, right? Have you, have you fucked her by track 11? <laughs> by track 11. <laughs> what is the framing of this episode? I don't know what we're... Oh, we're building towards the first bang? No, we're not building towards the first bang. Jesus Christ. No, did, we're just going to go through this and I'll tell you about girl? what happened. Did How about I tell you what happened? <laughs> Instead of just like, thing. did you penis bang? in vagina? Or not? Jesus Christ! Yes or no, Bob? Jesus Christ! <laughs> All right, here it is. What do you think the nature of relationships are, Bob? We want the dirt. <laughs> God, you such a mean girl. <laughs> my kind of girl by my kind of mean girl by fight dirty. No, or it's, the not, the, it's the forty-five. The forty-fives. Let's listen. I like this. This is good. This I, is like, uh, we like that Moody Suzuki kind of New yes. York bands at the time. And this is Ives, one of those guys. Moody yeah. Suzuki. Um, it does bring up a thought. You would put, you meaning any of us at the time, would put so much thought into these mixes. What percentage of girls, I don't care who it is, any girl, made it to the bottom of these mixes? I remember thinking that and just being like, not expecting that to happen. And these are just songs like... Same. You're kind of safer in the back. Yeah. You can just like have fun with it. And this is just, you know, you're my kind of girl. I would throw in like a Hendrix song at the, right. at, at the end of some of my... Right. What would be... All right, if you had to put um, a number on the total number of mixes made for women for like 22 to 27-year-old males, what would be the average number of tracks any girl gets through? I, the first thing that came to my mind was six. I would say four or six. Yeah, I was going to say eight because I, I give women more credit. Than, <laughs> because my my initial thought was six, but then I'm like, Jay's no. a champion of women, no, so no, no, no. he said the well, most. No, because well, he was no. also making mixtapes, so you just leave it on the whole time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, yeah. you just sleep up. to it. In the know? old days, you couldn't even move. You Everyone could, was. <laughs> you would chair. literally have to hit the button and and then turn it over to listen to the other side. So four. I'd say four on one side, and then they fall asleep and go, What a queer. I'm going to suck the football player's wiener. <laughs> Here we are. They all had. All right, so let me take. Let me just. Smoker. You fuck this girl yet, Bob? Let me, just, let, me, let me just burn through what happened instead of paying attention to this fucking mess. Wait, that's here's happening the final <laughs> What a fucking mess. Jay. This we is a mistake. Them. We lost them. The final. Jay's got to take a walk. Jay, you're in the penalty box. Yeah, Jay's in the penalty box. <laughs> he just stumbled away. All right, this is uh, Like a Friend uh, by Pulp. Off the, uh, This is hardcore, classic band, classic album. This was off the Great Expectation soundtrack. Do you want to listen to a little bit of it and then no, wrap we could, up your story? Let, let me wrap up and then okay, we'll listen ahead. to it. Um, so yeah, so right, Jay's back, by the way. So what ended up happening, here's, here's, the, here's the whole relationship. Okay. So what ended up happening was after that weekend, I went back to New York. And a few days later, we she calls me. And I tell her I broke up with my girlfriend and she tells me she broke up with her boyfriend. So the path is clear. The next week, a weekend after that, she comes to New York with her friends and we hang out. And it was like, it was like that dream come true moment after years of liking her and knowing her where like the next morning she came out into the 
living room in the apartment. And she was wearing my T-shirt and my roommate from college, who is now my roommate in Brooklyn, was just like, holy shit. It happened. It happened. Like that kind of like, I've heard you talk about her forever. So we ended up hanging out that weekend. And a couple weeks later, I went to visit her in Maryland and spend the weekend there. And it was the first time we weren't using our friends as like an excuse to see each other. It was like sure. I was going straight to her this time. Like I was going to stay with her and that was it. And it was just a weird weekend. It just didn't work. Like we were hanging out. Mm. We went to like a friend's, I think it was 4th of July or Memorial Day party. It just like my friend weeks later was like, you weren't yourself. That was weird. We just didn't connect the entire weekend. It was just off. was so at the end of that weekend in Maryland I like drove back home to New York and I was like that didn't feel right that wasn't right and I she definitely felt the same thing I ended I sent her flowers that were just kind of like thanks for having me kind of flowers and I sent it and like Monday went by I didn't hear from her Tuesday went by I didn't hear from her Come Wednesday, I start, like, I call, like, hey. She doesn't Get my an- fucking flowers, bitch. She doesn't answer. Thursday, she doesn't answer. <laughs> you said that, right? Oh, well, I, st- I went crazy. I became, like, a crazy person. And I called her to the point where she, when she finally... how much did you spend on those flowers, too? I don't know. 30, 60 bucks. 30, 60 bucks, probably. Yeah. So, um... You want some type of reaction, one way or another. Uh, excuse me, I just dropped 60 bones <laughs> on your fucking weak ass who didn't even put out... Oh, so yeah, did you get fucked? <laughs> we finally end up talking, and you won't say he's good. That was good. the that was like I think that was the last time we talked. It was like yeah, I got the flowers, and yeah, let's <laughs> let's uh, let's talk soon, kind of thing. Mm. And, and then he never talked again. Months went by. I went back to Towson and drunkenly, pathetically, called her. That happens. Yep. It happens. Left God knows what kind of voicemails. Oh, God, you left the voicemail. Who knows what kind of voicemails I left. Six months after that, when I was in a new relationship, I get a voicemail from her. I threw a rock through a window. I get a voicemail from her sometime in like the middle of 2005 that I'm in the middle of like a happy relationship, so I don't even respond to it. And I think that was the end. But there's no, you know, that weekend and that whole experience, the mix worked in that way of like it it gave us a relationship but it definitely was not the right relationship so you're saying that the mix itself was the driver for the relationship going to the next level or is that just romantically in your mind i really think so because i liked her in college we were around each other a lot nothing ever happened and i do think that sending her this mix which was listening to it now realizing how overt it is especially up top I think sending that like reframed who we were, and it, it it's the rare mixed success story. Is yes, what you're I, I, g- I give it credit. It, 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 look, it would be great if we could let our romantic moments live like a film, uh, and and I, I keep coming back to film with this mix because it really does feel to me like a soundtrack. It's a soundtrack of a romance that you had in your head. And and that's just that's just my opinion. Mm-hmm. And and you had a culmination of that romance, but that culmination of that romance, it ended in, at, at like song three or four, right? And to you in your head, now I'm not saying this is conscious in any way, maybe or subconscious. I'm just saying this is my interpretation of the events. There were you know eight more songs to play out Mm -hmm. now it would be great if if we could all have our before sunset moments our before sunrise moments right where we're ethan hawk and it's it's julia delpy and 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 we're able to say goodbye and we move on and we separate and or like or like pete yorn and tay leone or like pete yorn and tay leone 
and that's that, baby. It was a great time. But things get muddy in the end, man. And, and especially when you're 24 years old and when you have expectations. Yeah. That's a beautiful mix. That's a beautiful mix. Thank you. Yeah. Jay Zemald, everybody. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Yeah, I like that. Well put, Jay. You're such a facetious <laughs> bitch. You know that. <laughs> All right, Bob. Now, here's we haven't done this before, Bob. Yeah, this is well, I guess with so, your mix we picked a song, right? Yeah, I guess so. But do you want to choose it? Because no, I, I don't like think it so. It's so personal. I don't think so because ultimately the mix the Spotify mix is. Let's you and me beast. do it real quick. Okay, what, what's your vote? Let, let's say it at the same time on three. Oh, Ready? Geez. And we'll just say the name of the band. Ready? One, two, three. Strokes. Old 97s. Mm. <laughs> How about you choose between those two? Well, I can't imagine you ever allowing me to do an old 97s no, album. So. I would never stand in the way. You want to do that? We'll do let's that. Let's do old 97s. All right, there you All go. All right. The old 97s is the selection from Bob's Mix. And he never said it because he's a classy guy. But I think, I don't know, but I think it got him laid. <laughs> she was wearing his T-shirt the next day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it would be pretty bad. If, Cotton panties. Otherwise, she's... <laughs> was she making eggs at the oven? By the way, you guys have talked a lot about how horrifying it would be if my wife listens, which hopefully she doesn't. It would be even more <laughs> horrifying if you were this poor woman <laughs> who hasn't thought about this in... 25 years and now it's like wait what good thing her name isn't actually monica there's a whole it definitely is there's a whole (laughs) and her middle name there's a whole podcast devoted to this fucking weird cd this loser sent me (laughs) i feel like it'd be flattering okay all right so there you go designs on you by the old 97s that's the latest entry on our spotify playlist (laughs) follow us on twitter at throwback pod also on Instagram with our great friend Eric Dalloway, also from Towson University. Eric! He's our curator on uh, Instagram, at ThrowbackPod. Also, hey, if you want to email us about a horrific uh, childhood calamity or even an adolescent calamity, something that you, uh, you're afraid to talk to anybody about, well, you could talk to Bob about it. <laughs> no, so I'm, not, to I'm not going to answer. Don't, don't do that to me. At gmail.com. And yes, one final call. If you are, uh, if you're a fan of this podcast, if you want to support us, you want to keep us going, help us out at Patreon.com/slash/the-throw-or/slash/throwback-pod. You don't have to give a lot. It would be great if you gave a lot. Yeah, give a lot. But even a little helps. Uh, so please hit us up at again Patreon.com/slash/throwback-pod. Support the show, uh, and, and and we love you for it. Just really quick, really quick. Uh, the thing I was doing on my phone before, I was trying to locate an email I sent to a girl in maybe 2000, oh, maybe 2001, and I could not find it. It was not in my sent folder in my old, old email. It may be in an email I don't even remember. So during this podcast, I apologize if I was pulled out of it. I was you. You were here. You I were was, definitely <laughs> here. I was trying to contact this girl to see if there's any chance that she has it. She has yet to get back. Hey to Jay, me. that's oh, a you're gonna regret that in the morning. You're really I know. Regret it's that gonna be bad. Wow, it's so gonna awkward. Be real bad. Well, that was hope, such a bad idea, Jay. Jason Zumwalt. Yeah. We hope you come back and share a mix with us before your inevitable heart attack. Wait a second. You in the middle of this podcast, <laughs> you reached out on text and Facebook Messenger and oh, no. Facebook yeah. Messenger, yeah. asking for what? A, an old email that I sent to a, it's like a love letter that I sent oh. to a girl. When's the last time you've been in contact with her? I mean, we're Facebook friends. Uh, uh, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> things are going to get years. interesting. It's All right, uh, thank you to everybody that listened. We hope you enjoyed the show, and if you didn't, go fuck yourself, Zane. You fucked up. You just no, fucked so up. Good. What's your name? You got so little. You fucked up. <laughs>